Founding Daddies. Hello to our thousands now of loyal listeners. I can't believe after episode one, the response we got. It's been insane. Nick, can you believe it? I can't believe it. What the heck? (laughs) He's mad about it. I hate the listeners. <laughs> um, welcome to Founding Daddies, the American podcast about American presidents. Um, we're only on episode two. Today we're going to be talking about John Adams. Can you believe it, Nick? You know, he's my number two president. Really? Personally? Or you mean because you're American, he's your number two president? Because I'm American and in American history, he was the second president of the United That's States. Fair. True. I hope that people would surmise listening to the second episode that this is what we would cover. Yeah. Um, it makes sense, right? Yeah. I think we did say at the end of the first episode that once again, thousands of people listen to um, that we would just go in order. And then I guess once we get to 46, then we just, then we'll just wing it. Yeah. Um... Although at the pace we're going, 46. That's going to be a few years from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet we can do it. I bet by this time next year, we'll have covered every president. Here's hoping. I don't know if that's, I mean, I know it's mathematically possible. Base, if we go from this episode, because that's definitely less weeks than a year. But if we were going from the first episode, I don't know. When, how long has it been since we recorded that first episode? Has it been over a month? It's been about a month, I think, yeah. Incredible. I love when time passes me by. Well, Thrilling. I was busy. Were you busy? I'd say, yeah. I'd say extremely busy. And Halloween being on a Tuesday fucks you up. Oh, like, yeah. Because it makes Halloween five days long. Because I went to a party on Thursday. I went to a party on Friday. I went to a party on Saturday. I had a show Sunday night. Monday, I did take a break, only to be out all day tuesday and also making my costume on tuesday oh my um, gosh. i think halloween should just be a saturday every year we should work on that agreed agreed and we will talk about u.s presidents on this podcast yes yes yeah. should we should we get into john adams oh and to our listeners as always there are two birds in the room what you're hearing is two birds that live in my house and they're not jess and nick <laughs> uh, I wish I could cheap like that. Oh, don't do! They're so cute. We can't start talking about them, or that's all I'll talk about. I'll you're right. You're right about the birds. Um, no, I have a fun fact about John Adams. Would you like to you hear line it? Up? Okay, if you want, do you want to go first this week? Yeah, um, I hope that I'm not stealing your fact as usual. And I did research thoroughly. I know that he's the second president of the United States. And I know that he died on the same day as his vice president, Thomas Jefferson. Oh, but they weren't in office. They just died as friends. Uh, It was in office, murder-suicide in the White House, I believe. (laughs) That would be cute, and it would definitely launch a thousand ships, if you know what I mean. And people oh my like, were so in love, they had to murder suicide. And I'm not going to talk about video games, but I am playing a um, a video game called Resident Evil 2. Uh, oh, yeah. starring Mila Jovovich. 
<laughs> you know, playing this game, this remastered game from 2019, all I can think is it's such a shame that those movies are so bad because if they <laughs> had just adapted this game, it would have been a great movie. Why is adapting a video game into a film so hard? I've asked myself for the I've asked myself this question for literal years now. Yeah. I mean, since I was a kid watching the Super Mario Brothers live action movie. Oh my god. Which is a trip. Um, I think they should they should let me do it. They did just announce today. I guess I just glanced at the article, so I don't know if it was fake news or not, but that Disney is gonna produce the Zelda movie. Seems like a horrible idea to me, but uh Yeah. I'd like I think you should write it. I should. I should. They should let me, as somebody who's played three Zelda games, and that's all of them, I believe, right? There's just three of them? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> they should They should let me do it. I will say I have a, clock, a shit ton of hours on both Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, which I feel like is what they're going to be pulling from the most, because there's the most... Wow, we did it. We're talking about video games, when we should be talking about John Adams. I already forgot what your fact was. Oh, him and him and Thomas Jefferson died on the same day. That's right. Of what? Uh, just going through the Rolodex of funny <laughs> death. <laughs> Shooting themselves to death. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's what it was. Here's okay. Here's my fun fact about John Adams that definitely comes in the middle of his Wikipedia page, not the top. Um, at age sixteen. John Adams entered Harvard College in 1751, and I clicked that link hard because I had no idea that Harvard College is 387 years old, older than our entire country. That's pretty nutty, huh? Yeah. Mm. That's fucking crazy. And how many how many presents? Let me let me look into my my mind Rolodex to remember off the top of my head. I'm going to guess at least one based on John Adams attending. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to guess upwards of 3. Mark Zuckerberg future president. Oh yeah, yeah. Famous charismatic, friendly, likable, popular guy. Mark the Zuck Zuckerberg. Only 8. I thought I would have thought it was like 20. Wow. That does John seem Adams, low. John Quincy Adams, Rutherford B Hayes, famous most popular president Rutherford Rutherford B. Hayes, John F. Kennedy, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama. Do you know the moment in the movie The Social Network where they're talking about all the people who've used face mash and they're like, uh, and one up-and-coming celebrity. Do you know who that celebrity is? Okay, this would have been like 2005. <laughs> yeah. um, Ashton Kutcher, George W. Bush, Barack Obama. Closer on the ladder to um, uh, 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 Sarah Palin. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Oh, oh, you think she's closer to to Barack Obama? And I mean, I guess yeah, they all went to Harvard, but I would say she's closer to Ashton Kutcher <laughs> in terms of everything else no you're right i mean i think she's closest to bush personally but maybe that'll change when we get to that george bush episode george w yeah she doesn't want to talk about it but they did date is that true 
Yeah, I've seen Natalie Portman and George W. Bush at, at all time on Hillhurst, actually. Holy smokes. And everything we say on this podcast is factual and well-researched, is it not? Yeah. Well, I mean, it took me days to research that fact about John Adams going to Harvard College in 1751, studying under Joseph Mayhew. That is interesting. I feel like when people talk about U.S. presidents, they don't usually talk about what they were doing at age 16. Yeah. Well, except for Lincoln, isn't that, didn't he chop down that tree? I, uh, yeah. Uh, that was George Washington. I only know that because we researched him so thoroughly last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there should be an American president's video game. Ooh. Or you have to assassinate every American president. Holy schmoly. I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to agree. <laughs> because you disagree or because you, you don't want to endorse the assassination of American presidents? Because the FBI is outside my door right now. <laughs> it is crazy that it hasn't happened more, isn't it? It is crazy. It actually is crazy. And there's been times it happened and failed. Also kind of crazy. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I guess I, there's probably a thousand times where it failed where we never found out about it. Did I talk about Call of Duty Black Ops in the last episode? No. And I'm not going to talk about video games anymore, but uh, that game does have a Call of Duty Zombies mode set in the Pentagon, where one of the playable characters is John F. Kennedy. Oh, I love that, actually. And it's a guy doing the hackiest impression, and it's so funny. <laughs> oh, good. That does sound fun. I think I've never enjoyed Call of Duty um, or any war game because I'm like, I'm playing a game. I don't, I don't, that doesn't sound fun to me. And you know? it's, we're learning that we're different people on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything that, that is that realistic. That's kind of what I like about it, but not really. Honestly, I feel like any game I get into at a certain point, it's kind of stops being like a visual simulation of war and it's more just different ways that points are conveyed on screen tetris like, yeah i yeah exactly it's like tetris i, I had that i've had that with several games recently where i'm just running around and you know shooting people ostensibly but the only time they're a yeah. real person to me is in call of duty when you kill someone um their microphone like you can hear it for a couple of seconds and you'll just hear them go what the fuck <laughs> that has happened to me very hard with with breath and wild into the kingdom where i've been walking around and i've seen rocks and i've been like oh i have to complete that circle and i'm like well actually nothing will happen if i complete that circle in real life because core rocks don't exist is that true actually there's no way to know i guess because i've never done it maybe i should have done it today i saw a circle of rocks and i should have finished it to see if a core rock came out and gave me a cute little piece of shit yeah that is probably um, the biggest waste of time in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. it's. It did make me really laugh really hard the first time somebody finished it and realized that you just win an even bigger piece of shit. But this is not a video game podcast. No, I was just going to say, should we move on to the, the central part of our podcast? Yeah. Also, Nick, I want to let you know, I know the premise of this podcast is that we have no listeners and therefore we share embarrassing things, but I just feel ethically I have to disclose that my partner Brad is in the room. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> because we got dinner before this and I was like, oh, we're going to cut it real tight with logging on at 730. And so Brad is just on the other side of the computer. So today, whatever you share gets shared with Brad. Hi, Brad. I knew I knew that wasn't a bird treeping. <laughs> Sorry, what did you, what did Brad say? Uh, I'm doing a Sudoku on medium, which means all of my brain matter is just struggling to grasp where the one and the nine is. In this oh, thing. yeah. So I'm, Brad I'm probably focused. won't listen, but he is here. I'm present and somewhat accounted for. Yeah. And I did spoil the premise of the podcast, which if, if we have any listeners this episode, the premise is that we don't have any listeners because nobody would be interested in this. And so we share um, embarrassing stories. Yeah. And so congratulations if you've reached this far. If you have any enthusiasm for the history of American presidents, we've already shared all we know about John Adams. We're not going any further than this with John Adams, unfortunately. That was literally all I knew about him. Yeah, everything I know I read on Wikipedia as we were doing the opening of this episode. Yeah. Um, when I know so Paul, Paul Giamatti played him on HBO. He did, and John Adams. And I worked on the set of that show really it, it was not the set when i was there oh. but i was in nashville tennessee where they were shooting uh, they had shot a lot of that show i was there because i worked as a pa my first pa job on the set of a faith hill music video <gasps> oh my which one it was called something heart american heart yeah. something like that uh, and I worked on it and I watched it after. And I just remember like being on set and yeah, that was it. Faith Hill American Heart released 11 years ago. Incredible. Almost a million views on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. I find I am a big fan of country music, but I find it so funny that like they will not put money into the music videos at all because music videos don't matter to country music because like most of the radio listenership in the United States is either AM radio or country music. And so they're like, music videos don't matter, so we're never going to make them good, and therefore we're never going to get any views. Basically, the entire video is her singing on a stage with an American flag behind her. Yeah, yeah. If you look at the really old Taylor <laughs> Swift videos from when she was like a legit country musician at like 14, 15, they're just like her and maybe two, maybe three outfits singing the song at camera and nothing else. Yeah. Um that rules. <laughs> Nick, do you have a story in mind for this week? So I do, because I, I had something happen to me last week. And it's not the most embarrassing thing. And this is kind of what I wanted to talk to you about as we get into this. I oh. feel like you explained pretty well the ideas that we're sharing embarrassing things because no one should listen to the podcast. Is that correct? I I think I want to see how long it takes for somebody to address one of us in person about something they heard on the podcast. And I think that's why I leaned towards embarrassing. I think because I don't know if you ever listened to Julia Meltzer's podcast, Honey. It was um, it was a really good podcast. Julia, if you're listening, big fan. Um, Love Julia. Since, yeah, since the podcast, since I started listening to the podcast, I then like met her a few times. I don't know if she'd remember me, but I, I liked her a lot. And it was about couples and relationships, but because Julia is a, a 
uh, an LA improv comedy person, she almost exclusively got like improv comedy couples on there. And so I loved listening to that podcast because I was like getting straight up goss about these people I either were casual acquaintances with or sometimes had only seen on stage when I was in my like deep, like UCB fangirl era. Um, and I ended up like learning like people got so deep on that podcast into their relationships where anybody could hear. And um, I think that was also part of the inspiration of being like, I wonder, because I've become friends with so many people whose episodes I listened to before we were friends. And I'm like, I've actually never told them. I just recently told Zach Olson for the first time that I listened to his episode with him and his wife, Mimi, which is actually not embarrassing at all. Their episode's so sweet and it's perfect. But there were other episodes with other couples where I was like, that was embarrassing. I don't know if I would have gone on that podcast and shared that. <laughs> Some people are real podcast oversharers. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now, I am not. I, in <laughs> general, I will definitely say things I regret, but mm-hmm. I'm willing to go on this journey to a point. I'll just say, I feel like you and I are still getting to know each other. I'm as into just like being real and getting to know each other as I am like telling something truly deeply embarrassing. I also don't feel like I have that many truly deeply embarrassing stories, but for what I can find and mine, I will share. And I think I have a pretty good one this week. Okay, good. I like that idea is that I I think I don't get in embarrassed super easily or like the turnaround time on embarrassment for me is like pretty high so like I can be embarrassed in a moment but I think cosmically I find it so funny maybe even like 30 minutes later being like isn't it so funny that that happened yeah Uh, and so I don't know maybe more of my story should be like things I've because the episode the story I shared in the first episode was definitely a story I have shared before even though it is very embarrassing although I think I'd never shared the part about accidentally drinking my own vomit um like i like to try to aim for more maybe like vulnerability and things i haven't previously shared especially previously shared on other podcasts because then there's no point we're trying to get one to two listeners for this podcast at least yeah um i would would like to have a guest one day that'd be great um i'm assuming brad's not invited brad's not qualified no maybe maybe in the future if we get like a handful of guests and Brad feels like it, he could share, but yeah, I've spoiled the premise. So now he would be cheating by listening. Yeah. Drawn in by the American presidents. He would just be listening to support me, which doesn't count. No, I don't want that. No. So what's, what did you have in mind for this week? Well, this week I have a story about two weekends ago Mm -hmm. on Thursday, uh, October 26th. I flew to Milwaukee for a wedding. Oh, oh! I saw those photos on Instagram. Oh yes, thoughts. <laughs> it looked nice. It looked like a nice wedding. Everybody looked good. It looked like a formal affair. It was pretty formal. Yeah, it was great. I was a, a groomsman. There were six of us. Ooh. One of them was um, the groom, Jack. He was his stepbrother, and the rest of us, uh, five of us, were. Uh, all friends in middle school. I've known this guy since we were babies, but the rest of us met then. And we've shared this nice friendship since middle school. It was very sweet. It was heartwarming. Now on the way there, I flew to Detroit. I flew to Milwaukee and I got there pretty early. I had to leave at like three 30 in the morning. So I'm a little tired already getting to Milwaukee. It's rainy. 
Um, I go to this hotel, uh, get checked in, and then immediately I got to go over to uh, Jack's place for this get together and it's like catered food he's he lives in an apartment in milwaukee with a very nice open floor plan lobby where you could just rent the space and hang out so um i get my fit on i got uh i got a shirt that i had bought from men's warehouse because we rented tuxes there and i was like that shirt looks nice so i just yeah. bought an extra shirt but i um something was up with my belt so like <laughs> i get in the uber to go over there and i'm like this this fit on my belt is not right i don't know if it was too tight or too lo- loose but the balance was off and i'm in the car last time i on this podcast i talked about uber stories this time i was the passenger Ooh. and i have this weird conversation with the driver he wants to tell me about his drug business and all the drugs that he's selling and things like that and i work for a company that produces documentaries and we're working on one that um loosely involves like a medicinal version of dmt so i that that was my way of uh reaching out to this guy reaching across the aisle and saying like i know about this world yeah and uh there's a very funny like side note in it but at one point i was like oh yeah we're working on this movie it's about like dmt but it's like a medicinal version and he's like no i don't like it it needs to be the real thing (laughs) (laughs) he just turned you down really hard yeah totally and right as we were pulling up he was like hey i really think you should try dmt sometime it really helped my brother well, it would help for a while. He killed himself. Oh! <laughs> and that was the end of the ride. And he was like, all right, I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, my God. So I get what out a, of the car. What a dish from the Uber driver. Oh, yeah. It was a juicy ride. Um, <laughs> everyone in Milwaukee. Uh, funny, funny place. Um, but anyway, we're, we're I'm walking up to the front lobby. And it's one of those apartment buildings where you need to be buzzed in. And I didn't, I, I'm buzzing my friend, but he's in the lobby. I'm buzzing his room. Um, I have no service, so I can't really text him. And then this is the kind of thing I'm used to as like a former delivery driver. Someone will just walk out of the apartment and you can kind of walk in. Um, but uh, I managed to get in the front door and then there were two doors and I couldn't get through the second one. And my friend texts me, oh, I'm coming right now as he's walking over. I just thought for some reason I was going to handle this belt issue before I walk into the party. So I undo my belt like in public between two glass windows and one of the tenants of the apartment just walks up and opens the door for me and i just have like my belt and two strands in my hand and uh i just said thank you and he's like uh-huh and left <laughs> did the belt get fixed it got fixed and then there was a very strange uncomfortable moment a little while later when another one of the groomsmen showed up to this party he had forgotten his belt and someone at the party's dad had been drinking a pit and he was like 
I got you. Don't worry. And he just whipped his own belt off in oh one God. motion. And I've never seen anything like it. Part of me isn't sure it really happened. Or if you were turned on. Yeah, I think it did happen. I think I was turned on by it. <laughs> Look at that belt work. He was so quick with his hands. So that's it. I'm sorry if that's not as, as deeply embarrassing as he would have liked from me. No, that's very funny. And I'm also just interested in the idea that like you don't have that many embarrassing stories because I feel like I have 1,000. We could go to 1,000 presidents on this thing. We could start covering other presidents. I am sure I have embarrassing stories. My embarrassing stories are all internal stories, though. It's like I was jealous of this person for getting this thing. And then that feels I, like like the story I have lined up is like it's more embarrassing. It's more embarrassing for other people to know than for it to have like happened, you know? Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah, I I get it. Is that, let's uh, let's jump into your story here. Okay, I was thinking about it because I, this coming Monday, I'm going on a trip um, to Ireland, and uh, the the girls I'm going with, it's my musical improv team, and we're going to perform in Dublin, and so we're doing Galway, and then Dublin, and then Amsterdam, and they're all flying back the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I was like, that sounds annoying, the, that it's like a lot more expensive to fly back into the States that day, and also, I don't want to do that, it's like going to be a nightmare at the airports, and so... I decided to to book my flight to go out four days later. And so I have four extra days in Dublin by myself because I was like, oh, I do want to like travel a little bit by myself. I think in my mind, I was going to maybe visit like a whole nother country. Um, but now it's getting down to it. And I'm like, oh, not. I don't have the money, actually. <laughs> I don't have the money to visit like another country. And so I'm staying in Dublin by myself for those few extra days. And like, I realize I don't have anything planned. I don't have a place to stay right now. I have not booked a place to stay in Dublin for those extra days. And it, it made me think about um, in the fall of 2021, I went to New York City because I was going to visit my best friend who lives in... Um, Niagara and also his sister who lives in Toronto and for some reason flying directly there was very expensive but flying out to New York City and then from New York City to Buffalo where he would cross the border and pick me up was like $200 cheaper and I was like what if I just tack some days on and go to New York City before visiting Canada because also my other best friend who I've been friends with since I was like 12 years old was going to be in New York city at the same time. And I was like, Oh, I'll be like, I'll be traveling alone, but I have friends in New York city, including like one of my closest friends from um, my hometown and we'll hang out together. And it was the same thing where like, I had a place to stay in New York city at the very least I had a place to stay, but I got there and was like, Oh, I haven't, planned anything actually and luckily new york city is like a pretty easy city to not have plans in because i got in i think like thursday night and i met up with like one friend i think it was like my ex-boyfriend from high school we met up and hung out and then thursday night i went to sleep in my hotel it was pretty easy and then friday comes around and i'm like i have no plans all day but it was fall in New York and I was like, it was pretty out. First mistake was that it was fall in New York and I was like, I brought my cute fall clothes. But New York is humid as fuck. Something that I knew because I've been 
two or three times before. And so I was wearing like a cashmere sweater and like a wool skirt, like walking up to Central Park from Chelsea, sweating my ass off because it was like 65 degrees. But LA, as you might know, listener, very dry. 65 degrees here is freezing cold. 65 degrees in New York is actually summertime um, because the air is wet and that's bad. And so I like, I decided I was going to walk up to Central Park and just like stop wherever I wanted on the way. And I don't know if listeners might know this, LA is not a walking city. And so walking up to Central Park, I was already like sweating my ass off and I was so fucking tired. Um, And I got to Central Park and I did, I like hung out there for maybe like two or three hours because I did fall asleep for a full hour in Central Park because I'd walked like maybe two miles, like a very normal amount. But I was like, I hadn't walked two miles in forever, let alone in humidity. And so I was in Central Park by myself. And then I decided to take the train back to my hotel room. And um, there was this like Japanese like ramen place right across from my hotel room. So I went and I got that and I was in my hotel room eating by myself. And I was texting my friend Colin. Part of the reason that he was in New York at the same time was to see Charlie XCX. She had done two shows. Nick, I don't know. Are you familiar with Charlie? Yes. Yes. Okay. So she had, for the first time since her like pandemic album came out, decided to do two live shows. And one was at the Masonic Lodge in Los Angeles. And one was at a similarly very small venue in New York. And Colin got tickets to both shows um, because he works from home and is rich. And he was able to like get in that line (laughs) and like his, the person he was going to bring to the New York show was Bowen Yang um, because they are like longtime friends. And I was like, I know Bowen is going to bail on this show because Bowen is on SNL. And I was like, there's no way. He's going to be off work on a Friday in time to go see Charlie XCX with Colin. And so that Friday night, I like hadn't made plans (laughs) because I was like, Bowen's going to bail on the show and I'm going to go see Charlie XCX. And Bowen did bail on the show and Colin decided to just take a different gay man instead. And so I was not (laughs) invited to go see Charlie XCX. Oh, no. And so I had no plans in New York on a Friday night. And I think I'd made, I'd made, um, a post on Lex. I don't, Nick, do you know what Lex is? I don't know. It is a social networking app for sapphics and other queer people. So it's like lesbian, dyke, bisexual focused, but like all queer people are allowed on it. But especially at the time is very like lesbian focused. And I made a post being like, does anyone want to like take me out on a date? <laughs> like I'm in New York and I have no plans. And I think I also made a separate post being like, does anybody have an extra ticket to Charlie XCX at this venue? Like, take me. Um, and I was like, while I wait for people to respond, I was like, I'm going to walk around and look for something to do. And I went by the Cubby Hole in New York, which is one of the like 15 lesbian bars in the United States. Cause it was like, Oh, that's something I could do and probably make some friends. And um, I went by and there was a line like, halfway down the block and I was like to go into a bar by yourself is one thing I see people do that all the time I do that all the time but to wait in line to go into a bar by yourself is like a whole different thing and I don't know why I thought there wouldn't be a line 
because it was Friday night on what for New Yorkers was it very temperate weather um, in late fall. But I got like too embarrassed and shy to like wait in line by myself. And so I like was walking around and this one girl did message me on Lex and she was like, oh, like come to Brooklyn and I'll like show you a good time. Um, but I don't know why. I wish I could tell you why. I was like too shy to go meet this girl in Brooklyn, even though she had her Instagram. Oh, sorry. She had her Instagram linked on her like Lex profile so I could see she was real, a real person. Um, but I just like didn't go. And so I was just walking around New York City at like maybe like 930 on a Friday night. And I was also staying in Chelsea, which is the West Hollywood of New York City. And um, instead of going to any other bar or meeting up with this woman, I went back to my hotel room and I watched Halloween and then I fell asleep at like 11.30. And that was my like big New York day <laughs> was going to the park alone, eating alone, going to back to hotel room alone. And oh. I still think about it because now I have this upcoming trip where I'm going to be in Dublin by myself. And I'm like, I can't let it happen again. I can't waste another day where I'm paying to be in this big, exciting city. And I talk to no one and do nothing. I think it's going to be great. Thank you. <laughs> I hope. Also, Jess, I want to commend you. You're a great storyteller. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you. Do you want to know the fun part, though? As lame as I felt for doing nothing on that Friday night, the next night, the next day, I like hung out with friends. I met up with them for drinks. I went back to the park. I went to this i did go to brooklyn with some friends and we went to this like cool kind of like underground club night where i met up with both that girl who had messaged me the night before and bowen yang um whoa yeah yeah bowen came after a show after an saturday night live and um and also that girl from lex came and we went back to her place and had really great sex wow yeah. That was Chloe Feynman? Yeah. <laughs> famous lesbian, famous mask lesbian, Chloe Feynman. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Uh, everything on this podcast is, of course, factual and true. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love the idea of this ever getting back to Colin or Bowen. Um, and I will say I had met Bowen once, like four years previously, and I assumed he wouldn't have remembered me. Uh, but he did, and he's the nicest dude and so funny and so sweet. That's so great. I have yeah. to say, I feel so inferior again in, Why? I just, I, I'm in awe of your story. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I come off. I didn't do anything on vacation. Well, you know, what's weird. Maybe what I'm really realizing is that all my embarrassing stories are just repressed memories Ooh. because I have an embarrassing fall in New York travel story too. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, well, that'll have to wait for Th Thomas Jefferson. Little tease. If you hear this episode, follow up. Say, where's that story, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Succe succeeded by Thomas Jefferson. Next week is Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, we got to remember when we record our next episode exactly one week from today. 
I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell some embarrassing stories on here. Oh, now I'm committed. Yeah, I think it's you know it depends on the definition too because I would say a lot of my not not ones I don't know if I plan on telling ever, but a lot of my like quote unquote embarrassing stories would be like childhood trauma. <laughs> like that's not that's not exactly fun or funny to share on our American Presidents podcast. I agree. I think that's I think that was my initial concern is it's all going to be childhood trauma and then the portrait that's painted of me is just going to be sad. But I think if I can um, paint a portrait of someone who doesn't plan things well and embarrasses himself, like I think that's more fun for the listener. Yeah, yeah. And I think some some of the childhood trauma can be funny. I'll try to think maybe that'll be my challenge for next week is think of a childhood trauma story that is funny. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm finally going to make it funny. Uh, well, thank you to our first guest, Brad Varian. Wow, yeah. Brad, did you? were you listening? I did not solve the Sudoku. He didn't get Sudoku. Oh, no. Unfortunately. Well, if you hear this podcast, um, let us know. Say, Brad, finish that Sudoku. I yeah, want- yeah, that'll be <laughs> that'll be the code word for next week. Um, I I don't think I mentioned it earlier, but if you would like to be a guest on this podcast, you can. The only the only stipulation is that you have to have listened to the podcast. And so, yeah, last week we had a code word. We won't repeat it, but this week's new code word is Brad finished that Sudoku. And if you just message Nick or I that phrase and mention that you want to be a guest, we will have you on this podcast, and you can come on and talk about an American president and also about maybe your childhood trauma or something funnier than that. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, this has been founding daddies. We got a name. Oh yeah. Yeah. We didn't have that last time. And I made, can I tell you, I learned how to use Canva while I had COVID and it's so fucking easy. I'm a genius. I'm a graphic designer. I can't believe how good our little poster is, but yeah. Um, you can find us under founding daddies wherever you find podcasts yeah we'll say yeah so i don't know (laughs) it is very funny that i just messaged you and i was like hey i want to do this podcast with me and you have to do all the hard things and i just came up with the idea i love it i think it's a good bit it's a good bit and i'm glad we're doing it and uh we we're getting real on here it's fun nick do you think we'll have any listeners by next week what a great question. Brad doesn't count. No, and... well, Brad just listened to it now, so he's not going to listen. Right, and birds can't download podcasts. Oh, yeah. Not as far as I know. I'm going to guess that we get one reach out after the second episode. This really? Episode. Okay, I will say, I, I mentioned in the first episode, I, I'm pretty sure my best friend Marcus is listening or will listen because he's so supportive, but I feel like his he will want to commit to the bit and... Um, pretend he's not listening because he's yeah. also a really really good at committing like that. Where I think he'll he'll be interested to know who also is not listening and how long it'll take us to maybe get some listeners. That's a good bit. Yeah, I will say I did mention I was hanging out with some friends and I was like, I'm finally starting a podcast. It's me and Nick Costanza and it's about American presidents. And I think it was Max Lasser who went like, Oh, cool. <laughs> so i hope he never listens i hope max thinks we're doing a real podcast about american presidents wow 
Um, yeah, thank you. Um, well, do we have an outro? Um, no, maybe by next week I'll think of one. I'll think of a, a snippy catchphrase or something like that. But let's just say this has been Founding Daddies. Message us if you've listened, and we'll have you on. And um, we'll we'll talk to you next week about the famous Thomas Jefferson. Bye. Bye.